Let's start the show by talking about my sponsor, Paloma Verde, and their new website, PalomaVerdeCBD.com. Head over to PalomaVerdeCBD.com and check them out for all of your CBD needs. They've got the gummies, tinctures, the salves. So if you're needing anything to maybe chill you out, something to help you get mellowed out, something for your joint pain and stiffness, go over to PalomaVerdeCBD.com and give them a check out. Carlos and Vanessa are awesome people. They run a great company. And if you enter the promo code FACTS at checkout, you'll get 25% off your order. Plus, any order over $75, you get free shipping. So, I don't know what you're waiting for. Head over to PalomaVerdeCBD.com and check them out. Let's start the show. This episode will be completely taken out of context. Welcome to the Fact Check This podcast. Fact check this podcast, and I'm back to solo today. I honestly never intended for this to be a interview show, but as it so happened, I've had the opportunity to do some interviews, and I've really enjoyed doing the interviews. I've gotten to talk to some fun people, so like I'm not going to complain if I get the opportunity to talk to people, and and typically I just ask and they say yes, so it's worked out really well. But today we're back to the solo format where I get to rant, rave, and talk about whatever craziness I would like to talk about. Um, and, and speaking of the craziness, since I haven't done any solo shows in a, a few weeks now, uh, I've kind of missed out on some of the some of the more insane stuff that's been going on in the news and whatnot. And I wanted to kind of touch on I'm not going to get into Afghanistan so much. Like we never should have been there to begin with. And I have a lot of friends who are military or ex-military and I feel bad for them, for the situation that they've kind of been put in due to, you know, what's come of that because they, they felt like at the time they were fighting for a, justifiable cause and that they were doing something legitimate and really that was never the case but but here we are and and like we never should have been in Afghanistan to begin with the retreat or withdrawal should have been handled way way differently like it it never should have been that uh terrible with I mean what do you expect from a Biden presidency and and I would not be surprised if there wasn't some uh, ulterior motive involved in that to kind of create this, this image that we can't pull out from anything ever. Like we have to stay in these wars in perpetuity because if we don't, then this is what, what will result. So like, I hope I'm wrong on that, but it just kind of feels like this whole thing was a fucking setup. And honestly, everything that the government does to some extent is a setup. Like we can, we can talk about how stupid they seem to be, but that's, that's controlled stupidity. That's, that's, there is a purpose behind that. And they may not be the ones who are pulling the strings and dictating that purpose, but it's there. But there's there's a reason that this stuff gets done the way it gets done. 
And then moving on from there, I guess the, the main thing that I really wanted to look at and talk about today is all of the Okay. Sorry. We got a new puppy. Blade, would you like to? No, quit. No, no. Give that back. All right. We got a new puppy. He's real cute. His name is Blade. He is trying to eat stuff off the floor that he shouldn't be. I don't even know where that came from. Where did you find that? He's created all kinds of a ruckus for our old dog, Ginger. She is not a fan of having company. She also is not a fan of sharing all of her toys, even though she literally has never played with any of her toys. She puts them in her bed and then never touches them again. So Blade has come in and taken all of her toys, scattered them around the house. It's, it's been a it's been a rough, it's been a rough day and a half for the Gingy, hasn't it? You've just been really having to go through a lot of changes with this. Blade, on the other hand, is handling this perfectly well. He has made himself right at home. He's taken her bed as his. All of her toys are now his. Um, her food bowl, her food bowl, everything. It's all his now. Uh, he is, he's a little communist. This is, it's all ours. And she's, she's very much used to being the single child that uh, has all of that stuff to herself. So we're having some, uh, we're having some transition here in the Campbell household with the new new puppy and lots of fun. So anyway, as I was saying, I'm gonna have to cut some of this out. Over. Nah, who am I kidding? I don't actually put that much effort into this show. As I was saying, we have continued to go down the path of total batshit craziness as far as COVID and all things COVID related go uh, along the same vein as hydrochloroquine, which we saw you know, about, about a year ago, we are now having the same thing with ivermectin. There are, to date, no deaths recorded that have been associated with ivermectin. Zero. None. The one death in relation to hydrochloroquine was someone using fish tank cleaner that had chloroquine on the label. But then it turned out that that wasn't somebody taking fish tank cleaner thinking that it was hydrochloroquine or the same thing as hydrochloroquine. It was actually some woman who poisoned her husband and killed him. Like deliberately with fish tank cleaner. So the as of the last reports, they're saying that they're the uh, Mississippi Center for uh, Poison Control has had an uptick in uh, calls because of poisoning. And that 70% of these calls rotate around or revolve around uh, the animal-grade use ivermectin. But that 85% of those 
calls about the ivermectin were extremely mild symptoms. No numbers are actually given. The number of calls made to poison control on a daily basis are exceptionally low, exceptionally low. And I'm pretty sure, and fact check me on this and tell me I'm wrong if I am, but I'm almost positive that there was a report that came out following this, uh, the article about the 70% of poison control calls in Mississippi being ivermectin related, that that number was completely fabricated and it was more like two to 5%. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I didn't find that article. I saw that, uh, I saw that on a, uh, on a different article. So I could be wrong, but I mean, would that surprise anybody? This one, this one is legit. I, I like, I did look up the numbers on this one. Texas poison control is reporting somewhere in the neighborhood of a 500% increase in calls to poison control because of ivermectin. But if you pull up the actual statistics, look at the actual numbers for that time frame, that comes out to a total of 150 calls made to poison control during that time. Not 150,000, 150, period. In a state of 2.9 million people. Clearly, clearly, this is just an absolute epidemic that's killing off hundreds of thousands of people. Ivermectin is this huge problem that needs to be addressed. Oh, wait. That's right. Not a single fucking death has been recorded due to an ivermectin overdose. I almost forgot the best part of the whole ivermectin bullshit nonsense it was that the Rolling Stone ran with this uh, article or whatever that talked about how Oklahoma were Oklahoma emergency rooms were being so overrun with patients suffering from. Uh, from veterinary grade ivermectin overdoses that they couldn't see gunshot victims. <laughs> and so here's like the really, really funny thing about this was this was a, initially this was a local story with a, like a local uh, Oklahoma website or new, news station, something like that. And then Rolling Stone picked it up and extrapolated on it talking it was it was based on the word of this one doctor talking about this one particular hospital and then the rolling stone expounded on it and like got more uh talked more to this doctor and they extrapolated it out to to seem like this was like oklahoma statewide and then it turned out that it was all bullshit this guy hadn't even like the the hospital that the guy was talking about they said number one this guy hadn't even worked at the hospital for months. And number two, they haven't had any of these issues. They haven't had a single case of this. Like there's, this isn't, this is like 
literally everything about this guy's story is 100% fucking bullshit. But naturally, naturally, because it came from the Rolling Stone and, you know, God's gift to left-wing morons, everybody just ran with it that more, or, you know, that all these dumbass rednecks taking uh, horse dewormer are overrunning hospitals when there's absolutely no fucking basis in that whatsoever. I, th- this is this is the world we live in. I, and it, I mean, it's the same deal as, you know, like I talked about earlier, the the whole hydrochloroquine thing that people were uh, overdosing themselves on hydrochloroquine or that that uh, that Trump told people to inject Lysol. <laughs> they keep using all of these insanely moronic things that have no basis in reality whatsoever and can't be proven in any way. It's just like the uh, the idea that the vaccine reduces symptoms and makes uh, like helps not have as bad of an outcome with COVID. There's no verifiable evidence of that. Like there, there's nothing. They don't have statistics. They don't have anything that actually backs that. That's that's just conjecture. But just because Dr. Fauci or some moron from the FDA or the CDC says it, unless there's actual statistical evidence, unless there's actual research, unless there's something there to back it up, it's just conjecture. It's just bullshit. It's just fucking talking points and, and narrative and propaganda. The same as Oklahoma hospitals are being overrun with ivermectin overdoses. It's propagandist bullshit that has no backing and isn't based in reality. This is the world we live in. Not only that, but in April, the FDA approved ivermectin to be trialed and tested for emergency use. Not only that, but... Last fall, it was being used effectively. Not only that, but Japan has been... Knock it off. Not only that, but Japan has been prescribing it for months and months. So... And, and all this... So here's the really fucked up part about this. All this horse dewormer bullshit yes there is a veterinary grade form of ivermectin that is used as a horse cattle hog sheep dewormer very true 99.9 percent of the people who are being prescribed and, and taking ivermectin are taking the actual human capsule form not the horse dewormer And not only that, but this is like a tried, proven, effective medication. Like it was won a Nobel Prize in 2015. It's made the WHO's list of like top uh, like essential treatments for humanity. Um, when it was, I'm actually, I'm almost 100% positive that when it came out back in the in the 80s it was 
it actually went to human use before it ever went into animal use. Uh, and if you really want to look at it, like this stuff has been used on animals for many, many years and effectively, like it's really good. Like it doesn't kill all the animals. Or if you look at these uh, COVID vaccines and you look at all the animal trials that were done on, you know, the, the 20 years of research that was done on these vaccines, that's the reason that they came to market so quickly. Yeah. If you look at that 20 years of research that was done on those, they summarily murdered every animal that was trialed in those. Like, there was one with the ferrets, I believe it was, that literally every single ferret in the trial died when these vaccines were tested on. Cats, it, typically they had a failure rate of 60 to 80 percent. Like, if more than half of the animals actually lived, it was like borderline miracle to the extent that they abandoned all of this stuff. Like they stopped even trying this stuff. There's a 2017 article and I, I can, I'll have to uh, post it. I keep it safe. There's a 2017 article that talks about uh, uh, Moderna and the, how reliant they were as a company on vaccines and that unless something, and that vaccines are a net loss as far as medications go. And so unless something like really drastically changed within the medical industry that made vaccines a profitable thing, they were going to go under. Like they were really, really behind the eight ball as a company. And it talks about a lot of this mRNA and different uh, vaccination testing that they were doing and working on. And the fact that the reason a lot of this stuff wasn't progressing was because it was such abhorrent failures that they were having to abandon this stuff. Like there is, it's a 2017 article that it, it, it exists today. I, I share this thing every opportunity I can anytime somebody talks about Moderna because it's right there. Like it's the information has been out there for four fucking years that everything that we've seen over the last 18 months, this was something that the pharmaceutical industry needed or they were going to be in major trouble. And here we are. Here we are. And you want to know the reason that hydrochloroquine and ivermectin get on the big pharma and the FDA and the CDC shit list is because they're off patent. They can't make money off of them anymore. There are generics for all of these. So Moderna, Pfizer, like the big, the big pharmaceutical companies that spend billions and billions and billions, the biggest fucking lobby on the planet in Washington. The reason they don't want any of these medicines out there being touted as effective, even though they're seeming to be proving more effective than even these uh, sketchy vaccines is because they can't make money off of that. And if you have any confusion about this, the health and medical industry does not give two shits about you. Your health does not matter. The only way you have value to the medical industry is if you're unhealthy. So all this body positivity shit and trying to make sure that people are as obese as fucking possible. 80% of the United States has comorbidities. 
That's why it's such a, you know, that's why coronavirus is so bad here in the States is because everybody's fat. Everybody's unhealthy. Everybody has all of these underlying problems that they don't ever get fixed, that they don't ever do anything about. Because doing something about it means changing your lifestyle, changing your eating habits, changing your diet and exercise habits, actually taking some fucking responsibility for your life other than sitting around and being a giant lard ass who does not a goddamn thing to contribute to society in any fucking way. But here we are. Here we are. And as callous as it sounds, we get what we fucking deserve. I mean, here we are. It's a problem of our own creation. And I don't feel bad. I don't feel bad at all. And now we've got the the mu variant, which is extremely small for the most part. Uh, it's it's running through Colombia right now, but they're in kind of a different season. So, with it being prevalent in Colombia right now, unless you know they really take some draconian measures to lock stuff down and shut down travel uh, internationally, it'll be here. Mu will be the the variant that we get to run through come December, January, February. And the Mu variant is proving to be uh, it, it almost entirely dodges the uh, the vaccine. So your vaccine that was touted as 100% effective and then downgraded to maybe 80% effective. But now that we're looking at Delta variant is probably somewhere more in the neighborhood of 40% effective. By the time flu season comes around, December, January, February, and we start to see the mu variant, your vaccine is going to be 0% effective. And your boosters, they're going to be 0% effective. Because all of this stuff is based off of the original COVID virus that started running through in March and April of 2020. This is the new flu shot. They're going to expect you to get one every fucking year. And it's going to be 40% effective at best. Because that's, I mean, like, who, who are we kidding? This, that's what, that's what the flu shot was. And people ignore that. This is effectively a flu-like virus, and these vaccines are the new flu shot. The flu shot was, uh, I think it was in the 42 to 48 percent of the U.S. population would get a flu shot, and the flu shot was estimated at. 40% effectiveness against the flu every year. So like, when, when are we going to learn that all of this bullshit is just a fucking scam to keep us locked up, to take away our liberties, take away our freedoms, to force us into some bullshit that none of us signed up for. And for the most part, we don't want anything to do with and if you're one of the people that does want something to do with it, if you, you know, if you think that 
that vaccine mandates should be necess are necessary, that mask mandates are necessary, that the entire world should either be locked up or given a shot and thrown on a mask. Fuck you, you're a piece of shit. Have a good day. <laughs>